Sweet, we're back. Hey. I'm back in a new studio. Top of the evening to you, sir. Man, I hadn't seen you in forever. Yeah, it's been a couple. You've been out and about? It's been a minute. It has been a minute. I've been out in the world. Yeah, well, you should come back. It's been a dangerous place this, out there. This is where it's happening in this podcast room. It I does mean, feel had, nice here. Had some serious conversations. We did change the studio up a little bit. We've got an actual control room now and a whole bunch of other fun stuff. Yeah. Keep ordering equipment. I think my wife, every time she sees Amazon packages <laughs> comes in, sort of loses her mind a little bit. And so, uh, but that's fair. That's fair. We did get our nonprofit status officially uh, st- established. So yeah. we have our Best Buy nonprofit mm-hmm. uh, tax exempt card. So yeah, right on. That makes everything. That much better. Way better. Absolutely. So so what have you been thinking about, man? What's been going on? Oh, uh, so first, we're back here for me from the new year, new decade. I really enjoyed both your your pre-New Year's and then some of the new episodes that have been coming out. Yeah. I've been just really enjoying hearing that from not in this room. Yeah. Really exciting. And for me, that led me to uh, really wanting to talk about what I'm going to talk about tonight uh, with you, and that's really getting back to this ABC model, right? And just really helping to answer that question that you brought up in your sin discussion with Peyton. Uh, you're saved, but you keep doing these old things, and and how do you look at that model of unconscious incompetence? How do you progress through so you you can now do something different and make change last? So that was the that was the episode where we went over sort of the kingship model, mm-hmm. and we went over the the three um, other strategies, right. coping those, mechanisms. Those other coping mechanisms. Yeah. And then you were asking that question about backslide. Yeah. Yeah, because there's really, it's sort of an interesting question, right? I mean, this idea of why I've, I've, I've experienced change. I've gone to church. I've had this, uh, I've had this, uh, you know, I've been born again. Mm-hmm. But yet I continue to, to sin. I continue to do the things, as Paul would say, that I don't want to do, mm-hmm. as opposed to the things that I know that I want to do. And so something else is going on there because you've had a, you've been born again. You've had a, a um, you've had that experience, mm-hmm. right? Your old identity is dead and buried with Christ. And now you're in this new identity, but yet your habits, your strategies, your mm-hmm. coping mechanisms in the world still seem to be very, eerily similar mm-hmm. to to what it was like prior to being saved. And I think some pastors, you know, if you go into church, they will just, they act like, bam, you get saved and all your drug addictions, all of your uh, anger issues, right. they just all magically disappear. And I think for most people, that's just not the case. Mm-hmm. And as it turns out, psychology, as you know, backs us up on this. Right. And one of those reasons is out of these three models, uh, you are co- unconsciously competent at them. Right. Whereas this new Christian model, this new kingship model, mm-hmm. a way of attacking the world, you are not even remote. You, you're consciously incompetent. Right. You know it exists. Yep. You know there's a new way to live, but for some reason or another, uh, you know, and I got to tell you, man, if, if it's conscious incompetence against unconscious competence, unconscious competence is going to win every, every time. freaking time. Yep. Right. Yep. Oh, 100%. And I think just even knowing that this is what's going on in your background allows, and we've been talking about this off camera, but allowing us to hunt down and destroy the reasons why we keep living out of these old ways, these old coping strategies, right? and how to move forward. But the cool thing, I think this is so revolutionary and, and so much of what God's driving for us to, to bring to the world, this allows us to remain present while we're moving forward, while we destroy past things that don't work, mm-hmm. that never could have worked. So it, it allows us to do things that we, you just simply can't do in the normal realm of counseling and psychology. Because in, in those realms, and this is why I'm so excited about talking about these, these typical three 
coping mechanisms that most people have, they just don't know it. Right. In the traditional model, you have to pause in the present moment and spend a lot of time digging around past ball. Because I think it was like episode 10 or something like that, where you introduced us to this ABC concept, mm-hmm. right? This idea that um, you should you can pause there in the middle, yep. right? Yeah, you could take this little pause. In the traditional counseling and psychotherapy model, when you take that pause, what you're doing then is turning backwards mm-hmm. and rooting around in past events, mm-hmm. which disassociates you both from the present and what your vision and your calling was. Right. You immediately go back. Right. Yeah. And you're not being productive both today, what your kingdom is requiring of you today with your necessity, your God gap, with anything, right? You're just back there. Sure. You're doing nothing. Sure. So let me just uh, highlight the ABC again. There's some new things that I've been teasing out in the model mm. that really help us continue to separate that out. I just I just want to encourage people because we've already seen this model work, mm-hmm. right? Just being aware of it, being able to to get in the middle of it. And so I've really enjoyed as you get real academic uh, rigor around this mm-hmm. model in this process. So so what you, what you got? Man? Yeah yeah. So we know the. ABCs are going to stand for this activating event. Uh, the B is the belief, and mm. the C is this consequence emotionally that you end up experiencing, mm. or maybe the actions as a result of that you experience. Now, am I, am I right in saying that that belief is these coping mechanisms? That's yeah. where they live. They live there, and and they're and which is exciting for me to talk about today is these think these coping mechanisms that are part of your belief structure. Mm-hmm that live in that unconscious incompetence, this old way of doing things, and this unconscious mean, competence. Yeah, unconscious competence, right. Yeah, yeah, in these ways. Yeah. And as you become now aware of what these beliefs are, now you're consciously incompetent with the new kingship model. What was cool was is when Peyton and I were talking, we stumbled on this idea of, uh, to me, this is sort of, and I don't want to call it new age, but this is this is a modern way of thinking about practicing your religion. Right. Right? So to become unconsciously competent at riding a bicycle, what do you have to do? You have to practice. Right? That's what's going to replace that unconscious competence at not being able to say ride a bicycle. Right. But in this case, in these models, right? So this idea of practicing your religion sort of takes on a whole new meaning because what you're really looking to do while you're practicing your religion is to replace your unconscious competence model in these old ways. Yes. And right there, so you have this emotional consequence. Uh, So let's just use uh, just a cursory example. Let's say I'm waiting for a phone call from my wife. Okay. And I don't get the phone call. I end up feeling uh, sad and even frustrated, maybe a little angry. Mm -hmm. Okay. That was the emotional consequence. We've kind of uncovered that before. But what I'm going to do right now is just go back to the activating event. I'm going to reframe that just a little bit. Yes, there was a situation in which I didn't receive a phone call. Mm-hmm. That was just a situation. What I'm positioning here is the activating event was my pre-hardwired old automatic thought that I'm not consciously aware of. So my con- unconscious competence in these old models, these old maladapted coping strategies. Sure. The activating event is I have this automatic thought that says, she should have called me. Mm-hmm. That was the actual activating event. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that triggered me to link up to my beliefs that she should have mm-hmm. called, and why didn't she? Mm-hmm. And she must have not called because, and I have a whole list of these 
these false beliefs mm -hmm. based out of my conscious, unconscious competence in either the manipulation model, the avoidance model, the chaos model. I've got one of those three old models. Right. But the activating event really gets us to this automatic thought mm -hmm. that we have that we're not even thinking about, mm -hmm. which was a result of our un unconscious competence in one of those three old models, mm -hmm. linking to these false beliefs. Mm -hmm. And what I'm saying here is, while getting to your core belief is an absolute must, you got to know why you're believing that to be true. But going one step back to what did your old model automatically tell you what to do? That default state, as you and Peyton unpacked, yep. get to the the default state. That helps you identify what which one of these models were you defaulting to. Could you it in can you do that as a, a scenario? So let's let's take your phone call mm -hmm. scenario. Yep. So let's run it through. Let's run it through. What what does that sound like if I'm living in the manipulation model? Yep. Okay. So manipulation model is for me my my core default state is I'm only okay if I'm defined by somebody that what what they do what they say how that comes to me equals who I am, equals my identity. Right. So so what may happen here then is if if you don't get that phone call, does she care for me? Yes. Are we on the same ground? Mm -hmm. Is she angry at me? Mm -hmm. Right. And then that then begins to redefine you and who you are and who you thought you were just prior to the moment right. where you where you missed this expectation, where this expectation was missed. Yep. And then I'm gonna respond back and do some something to get her then to give me what I think I need. That's right. So you may do a number of things. You may text her. You may cold shoulder her today so mm -hmm. that next time she definitely calls you, she feels the consequence right. of what she's done to you, right? So that you can get back to a state where you know what, you understand her emotion towards you. She likes you. She does what you want her to do. And then that defines you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and we've just cycled through that feedback loop in the manipulation model. So if I don't get the phone call that I'm expecting, my activating event is that I'm not worth anything now because I didn't get the phone call. And that was that, that activating event. It was nobody cares for me. Right. And, and that's the trigger. That's the activation to then go to a core set of beliefs I have about why I'm not valuable, why I'm not worth anybody even giving attention to me. Right. So then I could pull some of these old sick stories about Remember when you were in third grade, Martin, and you were all alone on the swing set and nobody paid attention to you. Right. Like that's the perception you have. Sure. Yeah. There's those beliefs that show up. But the core in the very background was because this didn't happen, I'm worthless. Right. So that was the activating event itself. The situation just simply was I didn't get the phone call. But a, a, a video camera could have simply recorded that I'm sitting in a room and no phone call rang. Right. Mm -hmm. That's the situation. The activating event was because that happened, I had this activating thought, this old pattern that said, when you don't get that phone call, it means you're worthless. Right. Now my beliefs can show up about why that is falsely true. Well, and this is what we talk about, about your new identity in Christ and understanding where your real definition of your identity comes from, mm -hmm. which is not from someone's phone call. Right. So just real quick, let's take another step back. Let's mm -hmm. go ahead and go back, and let's talk through the same thing 
as an avoidance. Sure. So someone calls, or rather, someone does not call, mm-hmm. as you expected them to. Yep. And now, instead of caring about what that person's state is, now instead you say, I'm not the kind of person who doesn't get a phone call back. Right. Right. Yeah. So you're, you're operating in that mode now. Right. Because I'm, the kind, I'm not the kind of person who doesn't get the respect I need from these people. Right. I'm not that kind of person. And so mm-hmm. it's no longer about the person's emotions. It's about you have now defaulted to a state mm-hmm. that you have told yourself you are never going to be again. I'm never going to be taken advantage of like that. I'm never I'm never going to be cheated on again. Mm-hmm. And you will bulldoze people. Yes. <laughs> right? Literally. In order to get back to that definition of yourself, mm-hmm. that thing, or to get away from that thing you've been avoiding. Right. And then if we go to the very beginning of the activating event that would cause you to do that, you'll have something that will say, I will never let that happen again. Right. I will never be overlooked. So I can think of like a sports analogy. Again, you're like in fifth grade playing tag mm-hmm. and you didn't get selected. Right. And like that was a, for you a pivotal moment in your life. And you created this definition. I will never be overlooked again. Right. So then anytime you're overlooked, you're immediately triggered back to and activated back to this set of beliefs about why that's true. Right. And here we are able to then define you're not getting it from a kingship model because you're trying to set yourself in opposition to something. Right. I'm going to be now living by, I'll never do that or be that, et cetera. Now, my personal favorite, uh, because I think I see this quite a bit, uh, especially in, 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 in work that we've done together, and that's the chaos model, right? So there was a phone call that I didn't get, I didn't expect. And so my default definition of myself is, well, <laughs> that always happens to me. I have no control over these things. See, I shouldn't put my faith in that again. And retreat is mm-hmm. my is my mm-hmm. default strategy, right? I'm going to retreat now. And here in that activating event, it's no longer about you. It's no longer about somebody else. Now you're almost more existential. Now you're just you against the world. You have just no floating, control. You're riding the wave. There's nothing you can do about it. And it almost teaches you to disengage. Yes. Right. Yeah. And I used it earlier in this discussion. I said disassociation. Yeah. So you just simply pull back from essentially from a reality. Right. You're just now in your own head. Maybe you're making up a story. Maybe you're just blank. But you certainly have no hope, no future. You're not doing anything. Uh, to me, this is probably the saddest default model just because of the total lack of, uh, of agency. Yes. Right? You just don't have, a, you don't have a sense of agency at all. And for you and I, when we're working with folks and we're taking guys from where they currently are to where we know they can be, in the first two, manipulation and avoidance, mm-hmm. they bring a lot of energy. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't take much just to flip the switch and say it's not there, yeah, it's Redirect here. that. Like, here, take that energy you Boom. have. Take that agency that you already yes. feel. You need to apply it in a new way. Right. And we see that ha- guys moving so fast in that right. re-understanding of who they are with God and what's possible with the faith of a mustard seed. Mm-hmm. Down here in Chaos Model, though, when you're just kind of helpless. You don't really think you could do anything and you just kind of go off into your own head. Now, not only are we looking for agency and helping to build that, mm-hmm. but helping to reconnect those switches. Yeah. You got to take a further step back. Yeah. Yeah. It's and that, tough. That's far more uh, just parts and pieces that need to be put back together. So if we had listeners and they say, well, you know, I, I sort of, I hear myself in one of these. I hear myself in manipulation model. I hear myself in avoidance model, or I hear, my, hear myself in chaos model. What I mean, is there anything that we could give them today that that they might be able to say, 
uh, okay, let me let me let me remember that one thing, mm-hmm. and I'm going to put that into action tomorrow. So as soon as you feel the hit, or or you've done something, right? So you got an emotional hit, or you've taken that that quick action. You're like, man, why did I just do that? Right. Like, why did I slam the phone down in anger? So right there. So we want to get them asking a question first. Yeah. So as soon as you've felt the emotional consequence, mm-hmm. or you've taken that automatic action, usually right after the thought and the emotion, mm-hmm. man, I'm so frustrated. Right. I'll never let that happen again. This always happens to me. Boom, boom. Yeah. But as soon as you've done that, you know that you're now in that consequence stage. That's the C. Mm-hmm. Yes, you have beliefs that sit there, and you're going to get into that. But just take the pause right now. What is that base mode of operation? That's the question. What did I think that caused me to have this belief? Mm-hmm. So it's pause, ask the question, why did I just get angry and upset? And so cursory, you're going to first say, uh, back in manipulation, uh, she should have called me. I feel terrible because she didn't call me. Yep. Now and I'm now, frustrated. Now I want you to remember that because you're, you're – as much as you think you you you've got the kingship model, I get my power from Christ. I totally mm-hmm. understand that, right? You're in the conscious, you're conscious of what should be the right answers here, yep. right? So if I were to sit down and quiz you right after that, and I said, "Hey, man," you would say, "Oh no, no, I'm a child of God," you know, I know, but but you need to be honest with yourself. Right now's the time for you to ask that question, get really honest with yourself, and if you discover any of these three models there, mm-hmm. that's when you know you're actually not practicing your religion. So maybe from episode two or three, we have been saying, way back there. <laughs> we have been saying since we started. So if you have been listening to any podcast, you will know that we always say push into the resistance. Yep. So you're not going to want to when you're in the middle of an emotional consequence. And if you want to make that just a really Christian-y thing to say, I, I like to say that on the other side of the cross is your salvation. Yep. Right? On the other side, take up your cross and follow me. This is your cross, man. Yep. This is where your cross is at. You've got to get through this stuff. You've got to say, I'm going to take control of this. I'm going to start practicing my religion, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, I'm going to go hunting. Right. You know, just you know, getting into that kind of action-based mode of operation. I'm going to hunt. I'm going to figure this out. I'm going to pause. Why did I actually feel angry and frustrated? You're going to go back to beliefs. You're going to say something like, well, she should have called me. We agreed on 2 o'clock. It's 2.30. Um, she always calls me too late. You can have some beliefs here. I, uh, so I'm going to really, and I really, so, and, and here's what's funny. A lot of, uh, friends, the friends, the, 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 uh, the mm. friends you may have around you, yes, they're going to p- dogpile that conversation. They're going to say, you're right. That she, God, she never calls you like she's supposed it is all her fault. You should leave her blah. Okay. Let me just tell you, you guys are having the wrong conversation. That is that doesn't even matter. It does not matter what happens right. around you. It matters only mm-hmm. how you interpret this given situation. Yes. This is the key. This is how Jesus can lay in the bo- the, the bows of a boat while everyone else is on the, on, on 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 deck freaking out because the whole boat's right. about to explode because yeah. there's a huge storm, but Jesus has crashed on a pillow. This is how he can do that. Right? This is how he can do it. Because he's able to go, oh, okay, it's not the situation. Yep. Who am I in this moment? Mm-hmm. Yep. Who am I in this moment? Yeah, so if somebody's saying they're validating why you should be upset, yes. then you immediately know both 
you need to talk to your buddies or maybe you need to find some new buddies. I, man, I'm telling you, if, if the conversation's shifting towards the person or the, or the event, mm-hmm. you need to stop talking to that person. They're great people. They love yep. you. They're trying to help you, but they are living out of these models. Right. And the, li- the blind leading the blind is not a good thing. You right. will both drive off the side of a cliff and find yourself in a divorce, yep. and you'll have tons of justifications and people who said, yeah, absolutely. But I'm telling you, what you need to do is you need to say to yourself, where am I? What is my resistance in this? Why am I having this emotion? There is nothing. It's not like gravity. There is no cosmic law mm-hmm. that says, if this happens, this must be the emotion. If my boat's about to sink, I must be freaked out. Right. There is no cosmic law. You can get in the middle of this. Yeah, you have a belief, and then you have this this core reason at the very back of all that. Sure, she should have called me a two. Sure, I think she's trying to avoid me. I'm going to have all these beliefs, but right behind that is the identity piece. That's exactly right. Right behind that is either in the manipulation model, I can only be worthy if these things happen in the way that I think they should, right. or in the avoidance model, I'm never going to have that happen to me again. You're going to live in some version of those two statements. We said the chaos model, you just kind of float away and give up. Mm-hmm. But you pause and you say to yourself, well, why did I feel that? And why did I do that right. if it was an action? Yep. You're going to hit some beliefs, write those beliefs down. And then look at that and say, well, why would I even think those things? And just audit that list for situation, right? If you're writing situation down, you're not you're, – you're off on the wrong side of the thing, right? Like yep. if you're writing, well, because she. Just right. scratch that one out yep. and look at all the ones that aren't that. <laughs> yep. Right? Because in there, in that resistance, in that challenge – Man, that is on the other side of that, if you're willing to push into it, is where truly where freedom is at. And right now, to your question, so you do that pause point. Mm-hmm. Why did I think that, feel that, and do that? Like, why? You got some beliefs. Now go right behind that. And that's the thing that you don't want to tell anybody because mm-hmm. you've been hiding that one close to the vest pocket. Yep. Once you know what that is, then dispute that. Go try a lawyer on that thing. Man, and I, I got to tell you, there's a uh, – I forget what episode it is, but just Google it. It's like 11 uh, verses that will save your life. Mm-hmm. Go and find the sword of God. Episode 19, actually. Okay. Right? Yep. Uh, episode 19. Go check that one out, man. That will change your life because you need the sword in this situation. Right. Now's the time for you to yep. bring some truth mm-hmm. into the lies that have been ruling – that you're unconsciously confident right. in telling yourself. Yep. You need to practice your religion by starting to tell yourself a whole new truth that is the actual truth. Yep. And right there, now you've gone into conscious competency as you're moving into kingship. That's exactly right. And and what's going to happen is is your unconscious skill set is going to pass in the, like two ships in the night. Yep. And then you're going to have your conscious – you're going to be start to become unconsciously competent in your religion. And mm-hmm. that's where your default state completely changes. And I tell you guys, until you get out of these models as your default, you cannot truly love people mm-hmm. because l- people are tools. They're, they're events that are causing you to feel a certain way. Mm-hmm. And, and, and as a result, you can't really be – you can't just look at them and go, I love you because in your world, they're part of your problem, right? And to being able to fix that, man, is, is a huge step into the second uh, major uh, commandment that God had, which was love your neighbors yourself. Right. Right. This is all about putting God back on the throne of your heart, understanding where your true power and definition comes from so that you can step out of these models. Man, that's a powerful. Yep. Dude, that's powerful. When you read your Bible and you know the stories, now you've got this parable and you've got the story. So when that thing is brought to you in real life, 
when she doesn't call and you have that thought and you have that belief, you already know your sword because you're like, you know what? Jesus talked exactly about this. When you push into your resistance, what you're saying there is I'm choosing to now understand that I'm being shown a way to be better. And guys, man, if, if the Bible is just too daunting for you, if you find that just really sort of a hard first step, just spend 15, 20 minutes every day praying. Just in the morning, yep. find yourself some quiet time. Guys, this is practicing your religion. This is going to change that that script, man. This is going to make your religion your unconscious competence and move you out of these models, and it will change, fundamentally change your life. And, and, I, and I know if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you're like, oh, man, I've heard this. I've got it. You don't. Right. You don't. You'll... You'll absolutely know when you do have it. Well, man, I, dude, this this was a powerful what twenty five minutes we spent together. Yeah, and I just want to I just want to really encourage people. And if you're struggling with this, man, just reach out to us at info yep. at seventy uh, twenty Let us know. We would love to just counsel you. We've got some resources we can send you just to help you get through this process. This is this is truly life changing stuff. Yep, absolutely. It was good to see you again. Good seeing you, man. Thanks for coming back to the podcast. You got it. All right, brother. Take care.